Welcome back to another episode of Top Comment Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Tommaso. Off the bat, you'll have to forgive my voice. I've been fighting an awful chest cold slash infection slash virus for the last like two weeks. and It's absolutely driving me nuts, but it's been a while since we spoke and I have a wicked guest today, so I'm going to power through it. So I appreciate you listening through my what sounds like puberty. I'm going through puberty again at 29 years old. This is this is fun. My guest today is a gentleman named Kelsey. He goes by at 74 gear on Instagram and also on YouTube. He is an airline pilot. He flies a 747, one of my favorite airplanes. What I wanted to talk about with him is this sort of niche content that's happening on YouTube because he's found a really interesting corner, specifically towards pilots and also to people like me who have a fascination with airplanes, even though we don't fly them. And he's got videos that are almost at 600,000 views. He's only been on YouTube for six months and he's already at 50,000 subscribers. So if you're someone who understands YouTube in any sense, you know that that growth is absolutely insane, especially given the short time frame. So I will quit jibber jabbering and we'll get right into the my chat with Kelsey, aka 74 gear. Enjoy. So yeah. we'll get right into it. Tell me a little bit about your background and how you first sort of became a pilot. Um, I, I went to flight school just like uh, civilian flight school. I didn't do a, a military flight school program or anything like that. So I just went to a standard flight school. And uh, luckily enough, after I finished flight school, I was able to get a job flying charters, which is not really common. But I got a job flying charters and I flew for a couple different charter airlines, which are like... Uh, private jets and things like that and then from there i went to the airlines and and now here i am on a 747 so who which would have is, believed it yeah which is pretty kick-ass because 747 is a pretty pinnacle aircraft from my limited understanding of airplanes that is yeah i mean it's kind of that iconic plane that most uh, you know every kid it's so identifiable with the hump and the at the front and totally. it's just it's one of those planes that everybody knows you know if, if i go to a friend's house and they have kids they the kid's airplane is usually a 747. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's definitely one of the most iconic looking looking airplanes. I know WestJet here in Canada just got some of those Dreamliners now too. And it'll, it'll be kind of interesting to see those new wings sort of being like a new sort of trademark of, of airplanes. Yeah, those wings that they make. So one of the other 747s that I've flown is, I've flown three different models. One of them is the the dream lifter yeah which carries the parts of that 787 um because it gets built around the world and gets flown into the u.s and gets actually built put together in the u.s but um we i fly those wings i fly those wings and the fuselages uh the wings get made in japan nice. i'm actually gonna go pick some up in a couple of days so uh but yeah man when those things are flying they are really good looking you know absolutely What's, what's so interesting about even just chatting with you now is like your your general knowledge of aviation and also just like the mechanical side of, of planes is now making me realize how your channel has really taken off so much. And I, what's what I'm more curious about is like you don't really see a lot of people in the airline industry, specifically pilots for that matter, becoming like social media influencers. And like I don't mind if you don't mind me calling you that. That is essentially what you've become now as, as an airline pilot with this with this YouTube channel. So what was the inspiration really to kick that off even to begin with? Um, you know, it's kind of weird. Uh, so, you know, when, when you're doing long haul flying, a lot of times you'll go somewhere and you'll spend a couple days in a city and there's only so many times you can go to Hong Kong and walk around Hong Kong for two or three days. And 
I personally, I just get a little bit bored. And I was looking for something to do on the side just to occupy my time. And so I was watching YouTube videos trying to figure out some type of a hobby or something to do on these long layovers. And while I was watching those videos, I, I was writing comments to people and they weren't replying. And I thought, well, I don't understand why and then it gave me an idea maybe I should just start making instead of trying to figure out something to do that I don't know anything about yeah. I could pass down a lot of the knowledge that I do know about to uh, pilots that are looking to become commercial airline pilots or just people that want to know about aviation in general because there's a lot of just people who aren't pilots but love planes so that's kind of how it started absolutely and that you know what it's so crazy dude and i'm sure you've been thinking about this too but you've only had this channel for like six months like yeah. that's wild and, and like as someone who's sort of lived on the the advertising side of youtube and now as a freelance and doing this just sort of on the fun for fun like six months to fifty thousand subscribers that's unheard of like if, if i'm sure you're aware of that but from an outside perspective first off congrats um, thanks because that is really insanely rapid growth and my takeaway is like a third party looking at it is you've really tapped into a, a really awesome niche like you're not doing what a lot of other people are doing youtube which is either like vlogging or even in my space which is more like filmmaking tips and whatnot that's a very very saturated market whereas right. i think whereas i think with what you're doing i don't even really know what your competition would be to be honest right so it's it's very fascinating that your growth has been so quick but i really think the key to that is how sort of hyper focused you've been on your specific expertise would you would you agree with that yeah, you know, it's funny. I've had a few people say that to me. They're like, man, it's growing so fast. And I honestly, I have nothing to compare it to. I, I never really did social media prior to this. I, I personally, I hate taking photos. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a strange thing. When I told some of my friends that I was going to do this, they were like, are you serious? You're, <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't even taking a photo with me. You're going to make videos? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't really have anything to compare it to. I mean, part of me thinks... Oh, I guess it's growing pretty fast. Fifty thousand seems like a lot. And then on the other side of it, I think, why am I not growing faster? I get a lot of comments from people saying, "You should have like two hundred thousand subscribers," and I have nothing to compare it to. You know what I mean? Totally. And I will say this: if you consistency is the key with YouTube, of all the channels that I've I've helped work with and grow and whatnot, it's like the people that just sort of stick with it. And especially because you found a groove now with what your audience really seems to be enjoying. My biggest advice would be like that consistency is going to keep growing. And you're and you've also also got some good sort of trendy viral things that sort of kick off really well like when you do the um, like airline pilot watches American Made or Flight or Sully like you're tapping right. into like even beyond people that are interested in like what it's like to be a pilot that's just cool from a movie making standpoint like how accurate were these plane crashes or these incidents right and it, absolutely it, and it looks like a lot of your growth even came from specifically some of those ones and I think it's kind of cool that like that's a separate niche within the niche that you have because there's this side that's like a lot of most of your videos are just mainly about pilot life and whatnot right but th that specific genre of like okay i'm gonna watch you know how accurate was tom cruise flying in american made that's that's really that's to me is like some of the coolest stuff on your channel right now yeah absolutely that that has been obviously the biggest hits that really uh launched the channel and got where youtube started recommending it i don't know i I, my friends have said, oh, it went viral, and I call it like aviation viral. I, totally. I think it's, it's kind of a smaller niche, but uh, yeah, it, 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 most of the stuff that I've come up with has either been just ideas that I had or from comments from people. I, I read every comment that comes in, and I try to reply to a lot of them, and uh, one of the guys said, hey, can you review uh, Sully, or can you review Flight? I'd like to see kind of how real that is, and I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that, and that's kind of how it started. 
And yeah, a lot of people love it because even if you don't know anything about aviation, you've seen Sully or you've seen flight. And so it's kind of cool to get a, an outside perspective on how accurate those things are in, in real life. Absolutely. And so going forward with that, like what, what, what's your goal now with this? Like, are you planning to do more of the sort of movie stuff or you really want to just get diving into the, the, the sort of pilot life? Like, are you running out of, this is the thing with YouTube. Like it's once you start going, it's like, Oh shit, I, if I'm going to keep doing this, I really got to start <laughs> coming up with ideas here. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I have some ideas of things that I want to do with the channel as it's growing. Um, but I want to do as, as it's bigger. And I've talked to a few friends of mine that aren't in aviation about ideas that I had for the channel. And they're like, Oh, I'd watch that. And, and they're not into aviation stuff. So, but I'm just trying to keep everything that's aviation related. So I'll make a movie about, you know, flight school and what to expect in that. And then I'll make a movie uh, about movies and how accurate it is. And just kind of all within that genre of aviation, but all of it's kind of educational based if you will, it's explaining or teaching people about uh, real life or what to expect. So um, that's kind of what I want to keep down that groove. And, you know, I just honestly, I read I read every comment that people write on on the channel after yeah. each video. And that gives me a lot of ideas. And I think that's just listening to what people want. And some of the stuff I, I you know, I'm like, I'm not going to make a video about that. But a lot of the stuff that's on a repeat where people are continually asking me about it, I know, hey, that's something that people would like to see or watch. So, Do you have any sort of like video background? Because I've even noticed like your intros are really slick and solid. You're doing a really great job of also just pushing engagement in terms of like, you know, calling out people to comment, subscribe, all that stuff. You're really doing like the 101 YouTube stuff that a lot of people miss. And then on top of that, you're making really good content. So like to me, there's no surprise why you've been growing so fast and why you're doing so well. But it's just it, what's really fascinating to me is that you didn't really come from that sort of background. But do you find yourself diving into YouTube more to sort of see the trends of what's working, even within channels that aren't particularly in your genre? <laughs> Uh, you know, I watched a lot of YouTube videos about making YouTube videos before I started making YouTube nice. videos to kind of figure out. I don't even, I have zero. I, I was horrible in art class. My <laughs> teacher was just like, here, just I'll give you a B if you stop coming to class. This is miserable watching you do this. So, uh, yeah, I have no background in, in art or videography or photography. I, I've never studied any of that stuff. So. Uh, I started and I honestly, a lot of my first videos were just on my iPhone. I just mounted it up in the, in the, you've seen all my videos. I'm yeah. in a hotel. So I yeah, just yeah. mounted in a window and then started talking and edited it on my, on my laptop. And then as the channel grew this year, uh, I, I got a editor and then I, I used some of my, I've just been using, reinvesting all the money that I've got off of ads. And I bought a camera and paid for somebody to help me do the editing to make it more dynamic and nice. more enjoyable for people. So that's that's what I've done. Which, again, is also wild. Like, the, the fact that you're already at the point of, like, getting editors and stuff like that, this is, like, you know, that's the Hollywood vlogger who ultimately ends up having a posse of a team that follows him around. Like, you're already hitting that point, which is fascinating. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, again, I don't know what's normal. So to me, this is, okay, yeah, 50,000. That's cool. You know what I mean? Um, Dude, you're at that point where a lot of people that want to do YouTube full time would start to consider like quitting their job. Like, I'll be completely honest with you. Like, I, I, I know that sometimes it's it, with the ads and whatnot, it's not the most amount of money. But if you're consistent with it, there's no reason, that, even as a passive income, it's, it's a really, really easy way to make some extra money, to be honest. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's enjoyable for me. Again, like, I, 
I really enjoy giving back something to, to new pilots. I, I just got a, a message the other day from a guy who had just passed his private pilot check ride, which is like your very first flight exam. And he was like, man, thank you so much. All your videos, they really helped me out. Uh, you know, uh, there was a, a, a pilot that was having a hard time. This was several months ago. She was having a hard time landing the plane on a solo flight, which yeah. you've got to do at the beginning. And uh, back and forth, I was sending her some messages. This was way when the channel was super new. Yeah. And I was just sending her back and forth DMs. And she finally did her first solo flight. And in her post on Instagram, she tagged me. And she didn't mention any of her instructors, and she was thanking me for helping her. That's and I thought, amazing. Yeah, man, if I can help you land a plane by yourself via text message, <laughs> man, that's pretty awesome. So, But it just comes from years of experience, you know? I mean, I've been flying for a long time, and I've seen a lot. So the situation that she was dealing with, I guess her instructors weren't helping her out. So I said, this is what I would do, and try this, and it worked, so... What do you think the biggest challenge you're facing right now with the challenge? Is it is it a time thing or is, is there anything that's sort of like, like do you, you sound like you want it to grow further and I will say you're growing very, very fast already. But what do you think? Is there anything that sort of you feel that's holding you back in that, in that sense? I mean, I think every YouTuber is going to say exposure. You know, yeah. everybody wants their videos in front of more people. So that's something that I think is always in demand to have your video in front of more people. So that, that's obviously one thing. And, and then just continuing to, like you said, keep making content that people find useful or that they want to watch, that they want to share. So it's all, it's kind of a combination of things. So I'm going to do expand into some more actually in-flight videos and things like that, which I can't do in my work plane because legally we're not allowed to, film and fly yeah for sure uh, in europe you can do that and then in the states you can't so it's just the the faa doesn't allow it but i'm gonna i can do it in smaller planes so um that's kind of what the next level is that i want to get into so um i got some gopros and things like that so i can i can start doing those types of videos and and make something you know, it's easy, you know, it's easy for me as a 747 pilot to talk about a 747 and then go rent a small plane than it is for a guy in a small plane to go get in a 747. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's, absolutely. A, it's, a cool, it's a cool situation that I'm in. Do you have plans to potentially ever fly commercial beyond, like, cargo stuff? So, so who, I fl who I fly for, I mean, we do passenger. I did passenger flying when I was at the airlines before, yeah. the previous airline. So we do passengers and cargo. So we do both. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so we do a mix. Uh, we do a lot of uh, VIP charters. Nice. And then we do uh, military flying. So we'll fly guys in and out of different places, you know, military stuff, and then we'll do VIP stuff. So we have a few of our 747s that are in a total first-class configuration, and it's the whole plane is, you know, lay-down seats, and totally. it's pretty cool. Yeah, the reason I ask is, is because of your kind of rapid-growing fame within the industry that is, there's always sort of been, in my opinion, you know, flying for work quite often. Like, there's a disconnect between the passenger and the pilot quite often beyond, mm -hmm. you know, the sort of PA announcements and whatnot. Whereas I've always been like, you know, I'm putting my life in your, in your hands in this, and I trust you with your expertise and all this kind of stuff. I've always, like, and I'm always the person that tries to either shake the hand or, or thank the pilot as I get off the plane, too. But to me, it's there's an interesting thought of these, like, airline pilot influencers almost like like how real estate agents try to become influencers and they got their billboards and names all over 
place. It, I, there's something kind of fascinating thinking down into the future as this becomes more of a popular sort of genre and, and as more people start using social media more is that pilots having a presence beyond the cockpit. Do you see that being a thing or is the, is the industry very isolated and they kind of want to stay separated? Yeah, I mean, most most airlines are very, and that's why I never talk about on any of my posts or any of my videos what airline I fly for is mm-hmm. because most airlines don't want you to attach your social media to their brand. Yeah, you know, for sure. Uh, because they don't know, you know, you're just a random pilot, you know, one of thousands of their pilots, and they don't know what you're going to post, and you're not part of their, you know, public relations team. So uh, y- you will get some some people that are doing it more and more i think you're getting the the younger pilots are coming in and it's they're more accustomed to posting everything that they do uh but that's more just selfies or look at me on my plane type stuff it's not necessarily uh educational youtube videos or things like that that they're they're passing down to people amazing Kelsey, we're coming up on 20 minutes. I like to kind of keep these short and sweet for the audience. But before sure. I let you go, do you have any sort of like plans you might want to share with us for the channel that are coming this year or any sort of goals? Or at the very least, be, be sure to sort of plug your uh, your channel name and your Instagram and whatnot. Sure. Well, everything is 7-4 uh, gear. 7-4 uh, is, is kind of a, a slang term for all Boeing aircraft. They usually drop that last 7. So 7-4 it's because I fly to 747. So 74 Gear, that's the Instagram and my Twitter and my YouTube channel. If you search at that, you'll be able to find it. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I got some goals, a uh, goal at the beginning of the year, and I made a video about it for my subscribers. This is just how to plan out their career and how to plan out their goals for the year. And I put my goals on there, which was to get the channel up to 250,000 subscribers and uh, do some in-flight videos. So, that's uh those are two of the things i'm going to be working on here later on this year kelsey i wish you all the best success and i'd love to keep in touch uh in the future as well absolutely man thank you very much for having me on your show of course dude i'll talk to you soon i'll send you a link when this is ready okay i appreciate it all right man safe flight home okay all right take care cheers buddy I hope you enjoyed my chat with Kelsey, aka 74 Gear. What a fascinating dude. His channel is absolutely crushing it. And again, like the biggest takeaway from this and his success is just find that niche and stick to it. He doesn't have a background in filmmaking. He learned from the internet like all all of us absolutely can do. And you know, if you need help, you can hire it. Absolutely, especially when you get to that level of growth and even revenue coming from the channel. But ultimately, definitely check out Kelsey's channel because even if you're into airplanes or not, if you're into movies specifically, his behind the scenes on how you know flights and airplanes are, are, are utilized within film like Sully or Flight or even American Made. His Castaway uh, air crash is one of my favorite videos that he's done so far. But again, the key is the niche not trying to do what absolutely everybody else is doing, finding a perspective that is unique and new that hasn't really been tapped into properly. And you know, his production value isn't through the roof, but it's just glossy enough and just just good enough that it stands out in the sea of everybody trying to make YouTube videos right now. So thank you again, Kelsey, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. 
as always, the music for this podcast is from The Music Bed, my absolute favorite way to get awesome music for any of your projects, whether it's a podcast, you know, if you're doing a short film. We got Moments Short Film coming around the corner in fast. It's heating up, and I'm still deciding whether or not I'm going to compose original music or use Music Bed. But every time I go on Music Bed, I feel like this stuff is just too good. So if you click that link in the description of the podcast and sign up for a 30 day trial, I get a little bit of money from that, which then helps me make more podcasts like this and more videos. Hopefully, at times when my voice doesn't sound like this. My name is Patrick Tomasso, and this has been another episode of Top Comment Podcast. And you'll hear me next time I feel like talking. Cheers. Cheers.